Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Ryan Tuberty Show on Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio. Hello there, we're back with another episode of the Ryan Tuberty Show with Paddy Power Games. On this week's episode, we are joined by DIY SOS legend Nick Knowles, who takes us on a trip along the Mississippi in his new Channel 5 TV show. We have all the crack with Star of the West End stage, the great John Valjean himself and Ireland's finest, Mr. Killian Donnelly, who brings us news of his Les Mis UK tour with Alfie Bow. And we say hello to lovely listener Tom, who tells us all about his plans for retirement in the coming weeks, and to listener Patria who shares the story behind her unusual name. All right, let's get on with it. The Ryan Tuberty Show on Virgin Radio. As the boss, uh, Bruce Springsteen, Dancing in the Dark, but what a pleasure it is to welcome TV presenter par excellence, the great Nick Knowles, into studio this afternoon. Hello, Nick. It's an honour and privilege to be here uh, with, with Irish royalty. No, but listen, how, how <laughs> nice... Listen, I, I'll tell you what, I was, I was on the Mississippi with you last night watching your TV show, uh, your, your new TV show uh, at home. It's the, called uh, Nick Knowles' Big Adventure, The Mighty Mississippi. Um, let's go there immediately. What is the Mississippi? Is it, it's, it's vast, it's extraordinary, it's, it's, it's deep with history. So give us a sense it, of it. It's just this massive river that runs all the way from the lakes uh, in the north all yeah. the way down to New Orleans in the south. And um, I think quite often we, when tourists like from the UK travel to America, we yeah. all go to the coast, the east coast, the west coast, the south coast. Very rarely do we get into the middle. And the great thing about the Mississippi is it just runs bang through the middle through 10 states and it just gives you a completely different experience to, yeah. to visiting the coast and getting into some communities that you might not not necessarily get to see. And I just had the most yeah. amazing time. I, I was I was watching you going, oh, this is great. You're going to you picked all the right places, and you, you got this lovely mix of pop culture, um, serious history, uh, rock and roll. I don't know where to begin. Yeah. But uh, but I think we should probably head towards. Let's let's have fun with Sun Studios. I mean, this is the birthplace of rock and roll in Memphis. So take us a bit to there because you're you're you love your music. We'll love talk me. about this now. Love my music. Uh, I released an album once, which was yep. more of a crime against people who love music. <laughs> but nonetheless, I, I've always said leave your dignity at home. So given the chance, given the chance to actually be in Sun Studios, where Elvis recorded his first track. Uh, and hear the stories about the how that came about. And it's a really unimpressive little recording yeah. studio. You think it's going to be some amazing, it's but it's like not. A, it's it, just it, it, as it would be. You know, it was in a poor area. They were throwing songs together. He was working pretty much as a runner at the studios. And somebody said to him, would you like to have a go at singing this one? And he did. So when they said to me, would you like to have a go at singing on the very spot that he did? As a kid who, when he was nine years old, bought his first record in a record shop which was Elvis live at Madison Square Gardens oh. so 
Yeah, I absolutely yeah. will. And um, do you want to play a song? And I was like, well, I'm going to embarrass myself, but I don't care. You didn't embarrass yourself <laughs> at all. At all. You took your guitar out, you sang an Elvis number, and you go, and you were lost in the moment. I could see you were just yeah. loving it. I mean, you were the, you were like the the Pope at the Vatican, um, <laughs> praying to the heavens above with that guitar in your hand. And I just thought, this this guy is, is this is a dream come true. And I was very happy. I was kind of with you in the, in yeah. the studio. Well, it, was, I was it, is it. The, it is the Church of Music, isn't it? It and is it's everybody's church of, church of Music and everybody's background. And of course, that's the, the amazing thing about Memphis. I li literally, as I came into the studios here, yeah. just waiting outside, and you played um, Walking in Memphis. Yeah, yeah. I, I was laughing when I was playing it, going, "Oh, this will this will chime with Nick." Yeah, and I'm like, "That's it. and he, you know, like walking with my feet ten feet off the bayou, and um, there's catfish on the table, and yeah. all of that's absolutely everything." And we've grown up and and lived our lives with hearing these stories. Uh, one of the other great uh, great songs, you know, uh, "Proud Mary, Keep on Burning." Yeah, big wheel, keep on big turning. Big wheel, keep yeah. on turning. And that's actually about the riverboat that used to go from um, uh, Hannibal. Yes. Um, on on the Mississippi, which was the only way in and out of the interior in those days. So you learn all these things along the way about about Huckleberry Finn, about um, uh, and about, and also about the people that were actually going on those ships. So let's let's go there because the, 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 you mentioned Hannibal, which I think is a great name for a place anyway. Well, I wonder whether that's where he gets his name from in the film. Rather, I was maybe Hannibal in history. I would say but... it's say, I'd say Hannibal crosses the Alps against the Romans. Yep. I'd say there's a touch of that about it. I, I don't Possibly know. Possibly Hannibal Lecter, but maybe it's because it was a name that was from the, there is this town yeah, called Hannibal on the Mississippi yeah, yeah, from ancient Rome. I'd say more than anything Possibly. else. Either way, you were there. <laughs> and and what's it? Uh, Mark Twain, not not his original name. As no, you, as you it, told it, us. Well, as you find out in the show, it which, means two fathoms. It's fascinating. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's the shout from the front of the boat when they're going along, and it's looking and the the river because it's so fast flowing, the mud banks move all the time. So you've got to go out the front throwing lines, Amazing. and two fathoms is still enough to get through. Any less than that, and you're in trouble. And so the guy at the front would shout out, "Mark Twain, Mark <laughs> Two, Mark Twain, Two Fathoms." Amazing. And so that he was a riverboat captain himself before he was writing, and so he took that as his. Is nom de plume. I love that because he Samuel Clemens. I think yeah. that's the original name, and it becomes Mark Twain. And you go and talk about sorry because I'm so bouncing around because I'm so excited because <laughs> you went to a, a dining experience where you which I didn't realize. Of course, it makes sense. A huckleberry is a berry. I mean, I, that, like, that blew I, my mind. I, Literally I, I in Minneapolis. So in Minneapolis, on the on on the falls that used to be a really important waterfalls for the the indigenous people there, yeah. the Native Americans yes, that yeah. were the, the well, First Nationers or whichever. But there's a lot of terms that you have to use. Of course, um, they're a really important place. And where there's this, there's a chef uh, called Sean who basically had done all his study in sort of British and French and all the other things but then decided he, oh, there's nothing from my culture in America yeah. as a Lakota from a Lakota tribe uh, and so this was an important place so he basically set up a restaurant overlooking there where he uses only food that was here in there before the the Europeans turned up so he won't use pork beef and all those kind of things but he will use turkey beaver which there's a lot of and yeah. they, they eat over and there elk did you say uh, elk, elk a lot of elk over there uh, turkey which of course is an indigenous species as well but also things like uh, white pine and all kinds of yeah. veg and things that we wouldn't expect. And there in amongst it was huckleberries, which I thought was just a made-up name. <laughs> and it's the most delicious berry. Really? It's, like, it's like a sort of fragrant raspberry. It's really... I don't know why they don't grow them and, on industrial scale, because they're beautiful. My huckleberry friend. Yeah. You know, Moon River. So we go back to the river and the huckleberries. <laughs> so it's all time. Sorry, there's a thread here. Yeah. And, and that gets us to Huckleberry Finn. Yes. Obviously so named because of the local 
Berry or whatever it is, and and Tom Sawyer, and we're back to Mark Twain now, and Jim. Mark, Mark Twain, who yeah. interesting Jim, and then there's it's a little museum too. in yeah. Hannibal, which is Jim's story, which is yeah. actually about the first. Um, when he was writing, uh, Mark Twain was writing, he featured a slave called Jim, yeah. uh, an enslaved person, as we should call him now, yes. um, called Jim. And he was the first writer ever to give an enslaved person a character. A name, an identity, a name, an identity. Purpose. And it yeah. was after somebody that he knew uh, that worked on his uncle's farm, a, a, freed, a free man who was working on his uncle's farm. Uh, who was a mentor to him, and he represented him as a mentor. And that's really interesting, because Mark Twain was often looked at within that community as being somebody who wrote terrible things about slavery and overlooked a lot of things. Kind of changed. The, the woman who runs the museum, which is an extraordinary place... Yeah, it really was. Um, ...talked to me about the fact she was she's come round to the idea that actually he was good because mm. he was one of the first people to represent an enslaved person as an individual person. It, I, there's so many woven-in stories as you make this journey... And what I love about it is because we chose this extraordinary crew who shoot beautifully mm, cinematically, mm, mm. that we um, that it, it is cinematically beautiful, but then it's really up close and personal yeah. when you're talking to people. Will you stick around for a few minutes? We, we haven't even Try got to get rid of me. We haven't got to New Orleans yet. <laughs> Stay or, at, uh, at, uh, our listeners have just missed out about three and a half minutes of even even more exciting chat with <laughs> Nick Knowles here this morning because obviously you're a total history nerd. I didn't know this. It's Obsessive great. history nerd, and actually the, the I first got interested in history in Ireland when I start, I was starting to research. Grace O'Malley, Gronya Whale. Gronya Whale, the Pirate Queen. Pirate Queen over to uh, Galway and then up to Clue Bay and all around that Beautiful. way to a fortress. Maybe Inish Buffin and stuff like no, that. Just yeah, incredible. Gorgeous. And that story is just amazing. Yeah. I was like, I was writing about that for a while and trying to get that away as a movie. So that might still happen at some yeah. stage. It's a great, it's, it's built for a movie. Once the, somebody with a bit of vision sees your yeah. vision. Do you know, the big difficulty is doing sea scenes. And so much of it was yeah. about piracy and sea sure. scenes that that's the expensive thing, getting that done. But it is a most amazing story. It is yeah. absolutely extraordinary. And then, uh, and then I'm doing some, been doing some archaeology with a professor of archaeology down about southwestern southern Wales and that sort of period during the Dark Ages, and that has taken us over into Ireland. So I've been travelling around Ireland looking at Roman, Roman uh, involvement in the, yeah. In the, no, I know that's going to be a little bit like it's going to upset a few people because the the genuinely the generally the, the the Irish historians don't like to think the Romans ever got there. They never got there, even though there's only a hop, skip, and a jump between the yeah. Uh, but the there's coast a lot of coast. evidence now. So Is there? I don't know. I mean, three, but fabulous. Yeah, acting wise, what's happening? Yeah, actually, years and years ago, I started out being oddly as an actor, and then ended up being in television and documentaries and factual and getting around to quiz shows and things like that. But yeah. um, I've been asked a few times over the years and never really had the time. And I've got a bit of a break now after eighteen months making loads of these these films or yeah. travel films. I've got a bit of a break now, so I've said yes to a couple of things, and I'm going to go and do a bit of acting. Now, hence the giant beard. I was going to say the beard. The beard is great. So, it, are we talking? Are we talking? Are we in kind of like Viking territory? Is that it? Because you, yeah, you've, you've got, got, the, bit, you've got a, a good look for that. For a, friend, a little bit of that for a friend, and then a couple of other things that I'm talking to people about at the moment. Yeah. So it strikes me. You strike me as a man who's moving into a different gear and uh, career wise you just you look like you're interested in, 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 in exploring different parts of your own I th self well, I think the thing is you do so you set your si sights on certain things so like you know you, the, with factuals when I did news for years and years and travelled worked in Australia worked in America yeah then set my ideas on documentaries and then you do loads of those and then you go okay what's next I wrote history things then I thought well I've never written a movie so I wrote a movie and that came out and it's like set yourself a new target every time and it gives you the energy and excitement That's so 
you know, the acting is something that terrifies me. So yeah. let's do that next. You, you like that challenge to your... Oh, God, yeah. to your, to Wait, your... The buzz makes you feel alive, Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I know. Yeah, well, you know, like, you do like Saturday night shows and things. You yeah, know, live like, TV is very exciting too. It's fabulous yeah, because yeah. once you hit it, you know, it's... It's a bungee jump. It's a bungee jump, yeah. you know. Um, the Big Adventure, we talked about it at the Mighty Mississippi, uh, which will be on Channel 5 this Thursday, the 29th, and then Friday, the 1st of March at 9pm, urging everyone to watch that. Thank uh, you. But you're also, no, really, congratulations on it. It was so much fun and... It covered such a multitude. That's what I loved. That it went from you, know, you were you were parading ducks around a hotel at one stage. We won't get into that right now. Uh, and the next thing <laughs> you're talking about civil rights, and then yeah. you're talking about uh, Huckleberry Finn, and then Huckleberry, and then and driving and an electric pickup vehicle on that Jurassic Park seawall that yeah. now protects New Orleans. Is New Orleans a, a fascinating kind of? Oh, extraordinary! It's got a, it's got a, like a, a vibe of its like own, like no other place uh, on the planet, because it's that amazing mixture of sort of voodoo, almost voodoo, Caribbean, something in the air, yeah, French sort of. Yeah. History and there's a and yeah, walking around the centre of New Orleans is just the most yeah. extraordinary experience. Beautiful. Yeah, you'll be going with the same series to Patagonia, yeah, Mongolia, yeah. Um, could you not find anyone further away, or what? <laughs> well, how did, where did you pick up the map? Well, Mongolia go- was about, probably the most difficult because it is an enormous amount of yeah. distance between anything in Mongolia. It's a big, big open space between China and Russia, and but fascinating country. Minus forty in the winter, plus forty in the summer. Uh, extraordinary things going on there. That's, that's still to come. Extremes. Pendulum. And then Patagonia, just you know, at the bottom of Chile and Argentina, and just like yeah. sites like I've never seen anywhere in the world. And we have got such amazing camera crew and researchers. And I think the trick is to find all those little things that you don't expect. And I hope that even with Mississippi, which yeah. is you know America, we think we know America, but to find those unusual little bits that we can bring to people at home. No, you so have, you have. You've too. achieved that in spades uh, with your programme. Congratulations. And, Thank you. And I'm really intrigued to see the other two. Uh, there's a great book that you love at the moment. By you probably read it, but The Wager by David Grant about the shipwreck around the Patagonia area you're talking yeah. about. You'll, you'll get a great kick out of that, especially if you're travelling. Or have you stopped travelling now because you probably haven't seen family or friends for about two years. So what's the... About 18 months. <laughs> I was literally on Gone. the road almost non-stop. Um, and uh, so... I uh, didn't see my fiance for a long time. Who's in, yeah? In, congratulations! Thank yeah, you very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's probably why it's worked this long because I haven't been around. To be honest, that's <laughs> <laughs> less she you, has, more relationship. She hasn't found out how irritating I am yet. Yeah. Um, oh, she's nodding. She has. Okay. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, and then see my little boy. I've got uh, older children who are quite happily bundling on with their lives, yes. but I've got a nine-year-old as well, and I didn't see enough of him. So we're doing some special things and spending some time together now. You're, you're going to hang out and uh, yeah, get just that go quality. camping and just go fishing and to, to, you know just do like stuff Huckleberry together. Finn and Tom Sawyer. Yeah, very much. Okay, yeah. I like that. Nick Dells, what a pleasure to see you. When you keep coming in with the books and the history and the archaeology, I'd love to talk to you again I'd, about all of that. It would be, I would love to. Thank yeah, I love that. Great much. to see you, Nick. Thanks for being with you. us today. Okay, Nick Knowles joining us uh, live this morning on the show. Uh, Nick Knowles, big adventure. We've been talking about it. It's on Channel 5, Thursday 29th. Uh, and of course, Friday 1st of March, that's Mississippi. And then on to Patagonia and indeed Mongolia. You won't want to miss. It's great fun. It's completely off the ball for all the right reasons. Well done, Nick. <laughs> The Ryan Tuberty Show on Virgin Radio. Indeed, at 28 minutes past 11, that means it's tea break banger time. Tom, good morning. Good morning to you, Ryan. How are you? Well, how's your world today? Tell me. My world is sunshine and um, greyish skies, but it's, it's, it's bright, it's fun, it's... Uh, yeah, it's all upbeat. It's, it's all good. It's good. And are, are you are you are you living in Scotland? Are you from that part of the world? I am, I am indeed. I'm about 25 miles south of Glasgow, 
Um, so I was uh, I was chuckling along with the, the Willy Wonka story <laughs> earlier on because I, I read that this morning and that is just Did you see the pictures of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I did. So that's the, the, <laughs> Willy, the Willy Wonka event and they, they literally stuck pictures of things on the wall and, and I mean, honest, and it finds the castle in the corner. The poor people, 35 quid a pop, you must, your heart be broken. <laughs> I've never seen it. Like a school production, but a bad school. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. A bad yeah. school. I hope they get a bar of chocolate out of it. At, At least. Something, yeah. yeah, or square or something. <laughs> Like and what's happening in your life uh, otherwise, Tom? Well, well, I'm 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 eager to get my my tea time banger in because uh, I'm retiring in about three weeks' time. Oh, congratulations! And I'll be a gentleman of leisure, and and there'll be no such thing as uh, you know work breaks because uh, every day will be a, a work break. Life so, is a break. Uh, what, what what are you working at? I'm I'm working uh, I'm working in finance. Uh, okay. at, the, at the moment, uh, but I'm, I'm working from home, which is great. So it yeah. means that I can. Uh, I can chillax and, yes. uh, and 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 get on with things without the interruption of uh, of telephones going next to me yes. and things like that. So yes. it's uh, it, it's working well for me anyway. Do you have? I know. Go on. Sorry, no, just I, I know some people don't enjoy working from home because they they miss the social interaction yeah. and the. Um, but in in my line of business, it's a case of head down and concentrate on the figures. So um, interruptions kind of kind of slow you down in, in a way and. Uh, um, you know, working at home is is uh, is a is a better option for me. That's... So, um, you know, it, it's horses for courses. Of course but, it uh, is. Of course it is. Certainly, it, it works for me. Me, but as long as I've got you know Virgin Radio on in the background, I'm I'm, I'm a happy, happy man. I like to hear that. And uh, do you have do you have great uh, do you have a grand plan? Are you treating yourself to something to say well done, me? Um, I've 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 got a I've got a, a trip planned for next year. Great. Um, I'm going to I'm going to pick up a car in Los, uh, Los Angeles oh, yeah. and drive to Miami, Amazing. Um, and and just do a, 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 a you know a straight across America tour, um, and, and just drive and drive and drive and, and and see America at my own pace. I love that. Um, so are, are I'm, you, I'm looking forward to that. Are but, you uh, are you a museum guy or are you what what do you find? I'm, I'm an aviation guy. Oh, uh, I'm okay. I'm I'm a bit of a plane spotter and a, a aviation photographer. Um, so I'll, I'll be sort of meandering around airports and museums and uh, air shows, hopefully, and uh, and take some nice photographs in the sunshine. That's that's this the plan. Is great, this is great. You've got it mapped out, Tom. I like your style. I, I think. Oh you're yeah, gonna, you're gonna have a great time in America. God, God, God knows. Uh, well, look, uh, it's time for one of your last ever tea breaks, uh, let alone tea break bangers. <laughs> so this is really appropriate for us to 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 play a song for you. Who do you want and why? Well, I I would love to hear. Squeeze Cool for Cat. Great song. Come on. Because it's just one of these good time songs that if you're having a little break, you've had a bad morning, um, it comes on, you sing along, you laugh at the lyrics, and uh, you go back to work with a, a spring in your step again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a little, a little bit of squeeze always does that for it's me. It's on the way. Everyone needs a bit of squeeze in their life, don't they, Tommy? And uh, <laughs> hey, listen, good luck with it all in your retirement. And I'm wishing you every happiness. It's a real pleasure talking to you today. Many thanks, and you, sir. Mind yourself. Thanks, Tom. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Tubridy Show on Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio. Tubridy Show on Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio. Uh, Killian Donnelly, good morning. Welcome to the... Good afternoon. I good afternoon. Ah, good hours. afternoon. Take two. Go. Go. Killian Donnelly, good afternoon. Good afternoon, and, uh, Ryan. Thankfully, it's still live, so we have to k- k- consider everything. Welcome to the top of the tower. Thank you so much. Um, this is unbelievable. It's pretty lovely the view out there. The view is spectacular. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. It's, it's, I love the digs. And the sun, the, the sun is shining. <laughs> you, uh, I, I, I don't know when you came to my attention, but obviously I've seen you in Les Mis and... Uh, Phantom of the Opera, The Commitments, um, Kinky Boots. You are one of the great stars of the West End. We're very proud of you from Ireland and uh, what you do is extraordinary. Um, and you seem to love it. What I'm trying to get, what I want to figure out is when you're 16 or 17 and it's really tricky to know what you want to do. And let's say you're a singer and you're surrounded by lads playing GAA or what yeah. have you. Talk to me about the, the guys. Oh, which I was. Well, yeah, did, were you both? Well, yeah. Well, as we call it at home, it's the GA. GA. And it's, it's you were sort you went to school yeah. and PE is sort of enforced. So you had to come in, you had to play football. And I couldn't really kick a football or hold a hurley, yeah. but I absolutely adored singing. Mm. Adored it. All and sorts worked, of singing or was, all it, was it musical theatre? All sorts of singing. And I fell into musical theatre by hearing stories or, or stories being fu- the fueling the narrative mm. in watching a musical, not just pop songs or rock songs. I listened to voices. I listened to stories, basically. Mm. Mm. And that I just knew that that's what I loved. Never thought for a second that I would do it. Yes. And joined my local Amdram Amateur Dramatics Society at yeah. home in Navan. And from there, I met my team. I met my gang. You met your tribe. I met my tribe. Uh, did did that come in for a comment from the lads from the teams? Yeah. Or, well, I mean, did you get a bit of? Because you're a big guy, so you, in the sense that you you wouldn't you're not like you know like me. I'm big now, but I was like skinny and scrawny back then, and I was very shy. I Were was you? Oh, one hundred percent. I did I did transition year at home, and that sort of brought me out of my shell. Yeah. This extra year in school where you could just chat to teachers rather than being told what to do. Yes. And uh, I've heard many actors say it before actually where I don't think school was for me and that's quite common a lot of people and quite common in actors because they need a creative outlet and I found it in communicating with these other people who loved musical theatre and these were 
bald-headed 50-year-old with pints going, did you ever hear Jesus Christ Superstar? Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. I was like, I love Jesus Christ Superstar. It's incredible. It's one yeah. of my favourites. And they will talk about actors, Steve Balsamo, when he hits this note. And, and did you ever hear Colin Wilkinson do Judas back in this? Or, mm. oh, like all of these things I knew. And I'm, I'm there aged 16 or 17 speaking to 50-year-olds thinking all you talk about would be football. But there they are talking about musical theatre. And, and I love it. I found my gang. You found your gang and... I can't imagine there were a whole heap of fellas uh, in your local <laughs> ambulance. No, but I, I think... Like, I, well, that was needs, another reason I, I got into it. <laughs> like suddenly Tinder, Tinder who? I mean, love me Tinder. What 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 what, what was the other reason? It was... Well, Loneliness? No, it was, yes, I was shy. <laughs> and then suddenly it's amazing when you can't kick a football, but you're suddenly singing a song. And there's these beautiful girls in the ensemble and they yeah. go, you have a lovely voice. And I go, oh, this old thing. Oh, oh, come, oh on. come on. I didn't even know I was singing. <laughs> Is it raining? No one told me. <laughs> no one. Is it good? I, <laughs> oh God! You, I, okay, sure. Okay. And yeah, but it was it was that basically just had t- breaking me out of my shell. Yeah. Having the confidence to speak to girls, and then it's also in 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 football they'd be like going kick the football and you get muddy and you get destroyed now everyone go and take a shower together and in musical theatre it's like let's sing and now can you dance with that girl grab her smack her bum and then yeah. pick, draw her over there I was like this is the best thing I've ever done in my life I'll do Oklahoma and Oliver forever and we're getting an insight into your peccadillos as well which is great uh, let's talk a little bit <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about then the the dream of the, we got teenage you running around yeah. um, kind of going you know the self discovery uh, voyage of self discovery if you like ha- let's leap then to West End attention if you like well, yeah. when, where did that come from when they started to go this guy it's like a signing to Manchester United or something I mean how do they say him I guess I guess it's it's talking to a lot of people back home they were saying you have to make the decision that you want to go to London because yeah. uh, growing up in Ireland you can fall into a safe space where people know who you are people know your voice and they'll call you for a job here and there but the contracts could be two three weeks or six weeks and eventually a lot of people were saying you should give London a go mm. and I was 20 or 22 and I had a bit of savings together and I said it to my mum and dad I think I was drunk actually saying it to them like crying one night <laughs> I want to go to London and they go go on go and my dad said look if it doesn't work out we're a stone's throw away you can always come back we're going nowhere good. that's good dadding yeah, yeah very good I like dadding that. Yeah. and I, I said I'd give myself a year six months to a year okay. and I was over there walked straight into an Irish bar in Belsize Park yeah. and started working there and then loved it and, and my confidence built talking to people yeah, yeah. and they were saying what do you want to do I want to be an actor and they were saying well you got to go get an agent and go around three months I was there mm. and I get a phone call saying you've an audition for Les Miserables and then the rest is history the rest is history Les Mis uh, which you would have known and probably had been in before I, I, I would have I would have sung songs from Les Mis at every musical society party yeah. back home in Ireland but Les Mis was my training because I didn't have musical theatre training. I just had amateur amateur dramatics and that was my passion and I loved it. But lame is I went in thinking I have this voice. I've been told from Ireland I have this voice and they were saying you have the chops, but you need to get technique under your belt. Okay, so you get to you get a part in Les Mis? Is that did you get a, did you get a swing? So it's swing. That? swing. Le well, swing. I thought it was a French character yeah. called Le Swing. I was yeah. like, "Ma'am, I'm playing Le Swing." Monsieur Le Swing. Monsieur Le Swing. <laughs> but it was basically it was the best training because I will cover 
every ensemble male role in the show. So when you get a 12 month contract, yeah. you are entitled to holidays and you get sick days and that's when Killian steps in. So not only am I playing one role, I'm playing 10. I'm wow. covering 10. What a training. And with Les Mis, everyone doubles up at times. Yes. So there was like, there's a huge character in the show called Javert and there were so many boys off at one point, I had more lines than Javert. Okay, okay. He was like, oh, he was looking at me going, you've, you've taken my role. But it was, it's, it's the most incredible training and, and knowing how to, how to uh, in a situation where there's a thousand people looking at you to go, right, let's do this. I'm going to take that chair off. I'll take that tenor line and I'll also sing the baritone Gosh. line on one day more. So your keeper, your, 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 like you're changing a, and yeah, everything. switching around. Yeah. Forward, midfield. Um, I don't know why I'm using sporting analogies. I haven't a clue about sport. What, what I would ask you is the bring him home I want to talk about now for a second which is the, the that moment in, in Les Mis yeah. that you have made your own and of course we both know and admire Colin Wilkinson yeah. who was one of the great uh, West End and, and indeed Canadian and the song fans. was written for can you can you give us the back because this this note we're going to play it in a minute which you hit which is the, the, the glass breaker yeah. the window shatterer the last note that last note yeah. where did that come from so oh so I love this story so I was doing the 30th anniversary of Les Miserables in yeah. London yeah. and Claude Michel Schoenberg was there to show for the birthday and, and he, he wrote yeah. Les Miserables and I said to him I'll probably never get another moment like this sir but could you tell me a Colin Wilkinson story because he's a huge hero of mine I love his work and Claude Michel said well I wrote that song for him and I remember we were we were doing previews of Les Miserables at the Barbican Theatre mm. in London and I was walking through the hallways and Cameron McIntosh, the producer, had asked me, had I a song for our hero in Act Two? And I hadn't. But I told Cameron I had. And I had no idea what it was going to be because the character, unless that song is in it, is kind of forgotten about mm-hmm. and disappears. So I was walking through the hallways and I heard Colm in his dressing room singing The Phantom of the Opera. And he was learning the demos to do The Phantom out of town to sort of get that up and running yeah. the workshop as they say so he was singing very very quietly because he had a walkman and he was going very he was going the phantom of the opera very quietly and Claude Michel had never heard that part of his voice before yeah. so he said okay I'll write a song for that part of Colm's voice so he took Colm aside and he goes I've written this song let's bring him home and he started playing it and Colm started singing and he goes Colm said bring it up a key it and up he brought key. it up a key and he goes bring it up again bring it up bring it up because the song is actually called The Prayer in the show not bring him home not bring him home yeah. it's, it's been known as bring him home around the world but it's called The Prayer because he's singing it he's praying to God while everyone else is asleep on the barricade so it has to be quiet here's you this is you singing this this song and as I say you've taken ownership of it uh, I've seen you I saw you on stage doing it the other day and it just stops all the clocks this is me here's Killian in action if I die, let me die. Let him live. Bring him home. Bring him home. Bring 
I mean, why is that so emotional? Oh, That's thank you for that. Thank you. No, thank, thank you. you. I, but it makes it, it's, 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 it's goosebumps. Everyone goes, God, it reminds me of my dad or yeah. reminds me of somebody important yeah. in my life every time. It's a perfect. You probably don't get to song. hear that, hear yourself sing that much. Do you, you don't. You actually. So what's don't. it like to just hear? Column is who I would listen to singing yeah. it. But uh, but listen, you've just heard yourself there. I know, and it's it's. I I love the harp. I love when the 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 cello and the violins push when when the voice grows. It's a perfectly written song, and the most important part of that whole song that's told to you mm. is the gap between the hymn and the home at the very end, because yeah. that's when you just, as a collective in an, in a theatre, everyone is quiet. Yeah. Until I went to Dublin and sung it. Oh God. And I went, bring him. And someone in the audience, home. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with us. Stay with us. Um, you're on at this amazing arena, spectacular tour uh, with Les Mis. Who's, who's singing with you at this? It's- so uh, it's me. I'm sharing the role with the one and only Alfie Bow. Brilliant. And Michael Ball is sharing the role of Javert with Bradley Jaden. So you'll either get me and Bradley or Alfie and Michael, or sometimes you'll get me and Michael or Alfie and Bradley. It up. But uh, if you go to the website, you can see when we're performing. But it's basically kicking off in September and in Belfast, I think it starts. Yeah. And then we are... Glasgow, everywhere. Sheffield, Aberdeen, Manchester, Newcastle, and then on to I- Italy. And, and then on to Italy, Copenhagen, Oslo, Norway. And they've wanted to do this. I think Cameron has wanted to do this for years. Okay. And now's the time, the perfect time to do it. Strike. Uh, yeah, and yeah. just and just like it's sell there's it's selling out the door as far as I know. Of course it is. You're just- in it for goodness sake. <laughs> we've heard what you're like. So it, it, Phantom of the Opera, you you how long were you Phantom in the West End? Uh eighteen months. Is the now, mass- I did Raoul yeah. before that yes. for a year, but the Phantom role I was 18 months yeah. um, What's the mask like to wear as Phantom? It's great Is they, it? they mould it to your face It used to be that you went to the makeup artist who did the Elephant Man You would wow. go to the countryside and stay with him for three days and have lots of wine and share stories and he would pour all that plasticine over you like they do in the movies But now I had my bag packed and they were like can you go to Oxford Circus to the 4D <laughs> printing place No And I sat there and a guy just shone a light in my face and then in this like cabinet beside me I see my head being printed in a 4D and then they just make my mask to me Yes. so there's six of them they give you six masks and you basically end up having your favourite phantom mask but you go through about two or three of them and then there's always three so you get to keep one you're asked if you want to keep one but your favourite one is covered with your makeup and sweat So, but my thinking was like ye hang on to it in case you need me back oh (laughs) it's an insurance policy ye just hang on to it Um, is is the phantom a creep No, do you know well, what I mean? Like, he's well, like, I gave you my music. And he's well, like, sing, <laughs> sing for me. And she's going, jeez, I, I mean, like, he gave me a few singing lessons. You know, you're a bit mean, out of control. There is a two-way mirror and, and, I, he's, I, and he's singing to her. And my then point. he's like, look, you don't say anything for the next 10 minutes. Get on me boat. We'll head down, t- <laughs> we'll head down to the lair and <laughs> I'm going to sing to you. To his man okay. cave. <laughs> to his man yeah, cave. Yeah, you're going to listen to me. He's a narcissist. <laughs> yes, he is. The yes, narcissist of yes. the opera. And people love him. People and love, love him. I mean, that's it's like Trump in a, in a mask. Yeah, you know exactly. Better I give voice, you though. my music. Believe me, it's a, it's a whole new play. I want to watch this. I want to watch this. Let's listen to you singing Phantom. Uh, this is from Music of the Night, where you're 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 giving it socks. I think I've I've seen I've heard a piano rendition of this. Uh, in a, in, a, in a quieter e- oh, evening. Oh, yes. 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 That's to be discussed. To be discussed. Yes. Maybe afterwards it evolved to find a Guinness or two. Let's take Gillian Donnelly doing what he does amazingly as Phantom. Let
self-serving creep, but but brilliantly. I mean, you are so. <laughs> I do it well, don't you're I? You're so good. You're like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're trying to pitch that as a miniseries now on Netflix. They go, I know you're grand. <laughs> no, you're uh, grand. <laughs> uh, you're also when you're Phantom or Jean Valjean. Mm. Um, do you ever think to yourself, and you're singing, and you're in the moment? Do you ever go out of the moment, even when you're in the moment, and think, God, I'll have a pint now? Or, oh, 100%. Did I leave the, 100%. the TV it's on? Like, look, yes, you are. Does that happen? You are in a moment, but there have been times when I've been sat on the box in the barricade, <laughs> looking at an exit side, singing Bring Him Home, and I go, is the Tesco arriving at three o'clock or four o'clock? And I'm going, did I, did I get grapes? I didn't get grapes. <laughs> and you're singing. <laughs> and I'm singing because it's just coming out. It's like this narrative in your head and it's just oh, it's just turning out. But there can be times when a director or a musical director will give you a note yeah. and your entire focus is on a word or a note yeah. or phrasing and that just messes me up completely. When I went to see uh, Ray Fiennes in Macbeth yesterday, oh, which was spectacular, um, what I was struck by two, the uncomfortable seat, which was unfortunate because it was a flip plastic flip seat, which is pity because the performance was majestic. Yeah. Um, but what I was struck by as well is the spitting. Do, do when you're Spitting? Yeah, is he a spitter? He wasn't too bad a spitter. One or the other or two of them were. And I like to see them spitting because I think that's passion. Yeah. But when you're at the receiving end of the spitting as a singer, um, do you do you see that or do you feel or are you in the moment or do you feel globs of, of saliva on your face if you're both okay yeah? I'm trying to be in the moment but as they say at home I'm getting drowned in the water are and you? I'm literally staring there now there are Javert's who come out and unfortunately they so, have a lot of T's and F's and C's and S's in their so what does opening that sound line. like if you're speaking now bring me prisoner 24601 <laughs> and the first line I am there and I'm drowned and I'm going oh my god oh my god and, and it's there on my face and I go as Valjean as a convict I can't just wipe my brow right now so I just got to go with this so the moment you turn your back to the audience is about 10 minutes into the show yeah. and all you see is just with your right. costume you're just wiping 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 but it's it's there are some actors who go for it there are some actors yeah. who completely admit they go by the way sorry I, I tend sorry for to waterboarding spit. you sorry, I tend to spit work away yeah enjoy uh, are, we, are we having a little bit more? We are. We've got to take some ads. And uh, can you stick around for another few minutes? Absolutely. Or join us. I got one or two things we need to discuss. Uh, Killian Donnelly joining us uh, live. I've really enjoyed our chat today. It's, I've it's, loved it's it. all going. I'm sorry to say that the snow is so intense in Ireland. Um, your poor wife will will understand, won't she? I love you, Louise. Tell her, Louise. Louise also understands that. Um, that, that, that you're welcome by the way I gave you the gift of, of reminding you of Curb Your Enthusiasm yes so, don't worry Louise he'll be back tomorrow yes the guys, uh, your two children please names and ages Tig and Fia Tig is three and Fia is five months and she just rolled for um, the first time today congratulations so it's amazing the first roll the of first life first roll huge milestone we are all so happy in the household okay got the well, video evidence and everything it's, oh, well done even better yeah um, the lame is uh, the arena spectacular tour uh, the listings are all there for people Just uh, you'll find them on the 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 concert dot com I think is yeah or lemis dot com yeah or lemis dot com it's the world tour okay that's terrific um you've been to the Devonshire pub in Soho yes yes we both have we have we've had a bit of a sing song there and we should which do are it again. always the best nights when it just happens <sighs> is it not a- planned this was the best thing say- because you said to me you sing Killian and your brother Garrett was there yeah, he and was. he said and do you play piano and I went yes and then the two years went quiet and then Garrett went do you do it at the same time? Yes! <laughs> and I went, yes. And before you knew it, we were there till 2am. No, no, two, two, and we were there till half past. Oh, half past. Always sorry. half oh, past. Oh, yes, sorry, sorry. Never sorry. the specifics. No, no. Um, listen, you're, you're, you're brilliant. You're a great pal and a, and a great talent. And I'm just so happy for you and your family for your success. And thank you for all the 
the joy it brought to all of us uh, on the West End uh, and beyond you're just terrific and as I can say you've also got Maiden Dagenham the musical at the London Palladium yes, in March that's the next thing with Pixie Lott and Bonnie Langford Crikey. we're off there looking forward to that that's now. a one night only one night only it's celebrating the 10 year anniversary of Maiden Dagenham so it's at the London Palladium okay see you later uh, Killian Don- <laughs> <laughs> mind yourself will you come back maybe closer to the arena tour and we might do something absolutely, a bit bigger absolutely absolutely yeah. get a few yeah. of the heads in you can and get a band in here uh, yeah. easy loads easy. of Mira Mira can say yes because she'll be off at that point looking yes. after a baby yeah but we'll see just say yes and sign off and she signed off and she it. signed yes okay the wonderful <laughs> Killian Donnelly thank you Killian thank you and even Archie Slan The Ryan Tuberty Show on Virgin Radio Virgin Radio I want to say hello to Patria. Hello, Patria. How are you today? Hi, Ryan. Good to talk to you. Loving your name. Is it P A T R I A? Yes. Yes. Well, this is. I. I was. I was kind of spoofing away here, going. I think it means country in Latin or something. I mean, what, it is. Is that what yes, it is? Yes, that's it. Ah. It, I'm, yeah. I'm, I was. Go on. I was born on um, St. Patrick's Day, yes. so my yeah. So my mother didn't want to call me Patricia, so I think she just kind of came up with that. It's been made up, I think, at the time. But no, uh, no, it's it's an absolute word. So you're you're named after your like the word is country, so it could be any country. As it turns out, your your national country, uh, Pat- yes. Patrick and Patria. It's yeah. all there. So it's just missing a few letters from Patrick. Oh, that's brilliant! So your mum your mum was ahead of the game there. Oh, she was. She she sure was. She pers- she's eighty eight now. But um, how yeah. is she? All good. Good. Yeah. And is she... For 88, uh, she's doing remarkable, really. Okay, and what's her name? Dolores. Tell her I said hi, please. I absolutely will. And tell us about yourself. What are you doing with yourself? What's happening there? Um, well, do not, not a lot. Listening to you, Ryan, and yeah. you said something about um, dancing around the kitchen, and yeah. that is literally me every morning listening to you. I am bopping around the kitchen. Love to hear Loving that. the music. Loving the tunes, and you go, oh, I haven't heard this one for ages. Bop, 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 bop. Oh. Right of my era, absolutely. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. And tell me about, uh, just quickly, a quick weather check looking out the windows there. Be met Aaron for one second, and tell me, what are you looking at? Oh, looking out my Weather-wise, window. Otherwise, yep, yep. What's oh, happening? It's, um, well, I'm looking out my window, and I'm looking across to Hulk. Oh, and, and it's quite it's kind of dull yeah but same um as same as here I yeah could, if you give me a quick wave i could probably uh, yeah but it's not not far off and do you have family what's the what's the crack yeah i have three kids oh, um my eldest actually is in canada he's just he's 22 he's yeah. gonna be there two years now in july and ryan would you believe he came home at christmas and would you believe i got COVID on christmas <gasps> day oh gosh and how long was he home for he was home for a couple of weeks. I was better to drive him back to the airport and I was absolutely heartbroken. What a oh cruel my God. twist in fate and him in Canada and he gets home and suddenly you're isolating. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. And what about the other two children? Um, 21-year-old girl and a 17-year-old girl. So the 17-year-old is still down in school. So Yeah, okay. So you've got you've got a mixed bag there. But the, 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 the young lad over in Canada for two years, yeah. do you, I mean... How are you coping as a mum? I mean, as a dad, if, if mine was away that long, I'd be going, okay, can I, how long can I, can I go over for? Or can I, I go over yes, now? Or, so tell me about I that. I actually did go over last June. Good. Um, and then he was home at Christmas. And then I was so heartbroken um, when, he, when he went back. I, I just kind of said, oh my God, when am I going to see him? And so we have brought our, our summer holidays forward and actually going to go over in three weeks. He's heading to New York for Paddy's Day, down oh. to some mates. And we're going to go over a few days later to, to Florida and he's going to fly down. So I just brought my summer holidays forward. Oh, so, uh, you are uh, so committed to this boy. He's the prince uh, in your family. Uh, my only son. Absolutely. Your only son. <laughs> and your poor daughters are going... We get it. Yeah, you love get, him. 
they get dragged along. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, so you could be you could be in worse worse places. Now, uh, tell me about uh, True Detective. Should I keep watching it with Jodie Foster? Or is it does it go a bit yes. weird? Yes, I, 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 I did like it. I really did. Now the ending, I, I, yeah, I think I have to watch the last the last one again. I was a bit, you know, the way the ending, you kind of go, mm, yes. Did I really think that was a good ending or not? But you know, I, I think I have to watch it again because there's some things I'm still a little bit confused. And on. is it is it kind of does it go all kind of supernatural? Is that is that a I, little bit? Yeah, I a little bit. That's about in that. the background. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll have a think about that. Um, anything else? Uh, you're watching anything good at the moment, or what's what's? Um, just finished. We're a bit late to this one, but just finished Breaking Bad. I've never seen it. I, well, I tried watching it three different times, but I just can't get into I it. I know. I heard you say that before, Go and on, I really me. enjoyed that one. You loved it. Yeah, really okay. did. And there's a spin-off now. We just started. It's it's um, a guy called Saul. Better call Saul. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's it. We actually interviewed him on the Late Late Show, would you believe? Bob Odenkirk, and uh, he's a a nice fellow who's now in this mad. You know, it's on Netflix. If you're looking for an hour and a half, he's, he he plays like a Liam Neeson a Taken sort of. Uh, kick-ass uh, older you know revenge movie it's strange but it's good uh, and do you work Patria or are you, are you no a, I'm, a I'm staying slave? Yeah. busy yeah. busy with house stuff that never seems to end Ryan You've never ends plenty to be doing I can, oh, I can God, well believe yeah. it and we've got a song for you now You've got, you, you're, this is your moment uh, Patria so oh. what, what do you want to hear and maybe tell us why I want why. to hear One by You Too great song and tell Love us why it. Um, would you be, um, well, love you too because they're Irish or whatever, but that song came out in the early 90s and it's when I first met my husband and uh, we both loved it and we actually had it at our, it was our wedding song then, we first song, but it's actually not even a love song. I think it's about breaking up, but, no, but we loved it. No, don't mind that, don't mind that, don't mind that. It worked for us. Hey, let's just turn it, from, from, from here on in, it's a love song and it's for it's you, Patria. And thanks so much for talking to us. Uh, best Thank of luck to you. Thank you, Ryan. All the best. Lovely to talk to you. Lovely to talk Chat to soon. you. Okay, today's tea break banger for Patria. The Ryan Tuberty Show on Virgin Radio. And that's it for this week's podcast with Paddy Power Games. Thanks for listening. Mind yourselves, and we'll see you next time. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.